And um, I think the last one we talked about was, uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> I forgot. I think the last one was, uh, I know we talked about Christian fornication. We talked about, um, oh, last, last, last one was uh, dating outside the faith. We talked about Christians sinners dating outside of the faith. And uh, we actually uh, had some real good feedback from that. Um, and a few people contacted us afterwards, and we're excited about that. Um, mm-hmm. and it was, amen. And then we did, what, what else did we do? We did uh, contraception, singles of contraception. Right. So what are we going to talk about today, co-host? We're going to talk about, um, on the woman's side, who is chasing who in relationships. Very interesting topic. Okay, on the one side, but isn't that the men's side too? Because it affects both, right? Well, it affects both men and women. I think in our generation of time, I think there's a lot more women chasing men than us women around. I think they're running from the women. Well, yeah, but then, but then, uh, well, I guess what I'm saying is the the topic. It applies to everybody because if if the man's gonna be chased, then he ain't gotta chase nobody. That's true. That's true too. Yes. That's true. <laughs> so I think I think that's uh, we've had a lot of issues with that, and so we're gonna talk about it today. Um, we're gonna talk about it. From, we're gonna hear what you guys got to say about it, and then of course you know we always use the word as a standard and so forth. So. We're going to see if there were instances that, you know, on which side and what happened. And, and we're going to talk about it from that standpoint. All right. Uh, Sister Alondra, this is Alondra Nelson. She's our co-host today. Alondra Brooks uh, is our co-host today. And uh, praise God. And she's going to open us up with a word of prayer. Go ahead, Alondra. Well, we just thank you for this time. We just thank you, God, for your word that's true. Above all else, God, we just um, depend and rely on your word, God, to bring revelation and, and just truth to our hearts, God, so we can live how you call us to live by your word. We thank you for everyone on the line. We pray you give them ears to hear what you're saying tonight, God. And, and um, I pray, God, that this will forever change them. And um, we will get in line with your word says that women need to be and men need to be as well. We thank you for it. We thank you for the fruit that will come out of tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So uh, let's talk about it. Who's chasing who? Um, um, what's, you know, <laughs> how do y'all see it? It's a five-star if you have a comment. Um, do you see, does it have to be one way, or can it be both? Can the woman go after, um, you know, it doesn't really matter as long as we end up together or in love or married or what have you. I mean, does it, does it really matter who's doing what or what's going on? I'll start if you have a comment or a question. Uh, we want to hear from you today. Um, five star on your pad, and you, we'll unmute you and let you make your comment. Um, 
things are a little different uh, from 100 years ago or 50 years ago. Doesn't necessarily make it wrong or right uh, because we don't base uh, what we believe on, you know, what everybody else is doing. People, you know, another time 100 years ago, well, 200 years ago, people said slavery. The majority of people in the South thought slavery was a good idea. <laughs> the majority of non-black people did. And, um, but, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, we know that that was wrong. So we're not moved by what the majority, um, um, of people say, or even what people were doing a hundred years ago, if it was wrong. But I want to hear from somebody today. Um, in, let me, let me coin the question right. In a relationship, um, Single woman, single man. Does it matter who goes after who? Um, you know, has a, have we ever seen it successful when a woman went after a man? Uh, we can talk from that standpoint. Should women demand that men come after them? Um, and then let's talk about what's going on in society right now. What is the trend? What do we see? Um, anybody got a comment? Five star. Five star. I just ran across the article um, um, about what is titled The Hopeless Case, Why Women Will Always Chase Men Who Will Break Their Hearts. Um, hmm. So this was quite interesting. Um, but it, it goes on to say that women, um, they love the chase. They love the thrill of of uh, uh, men, not not only just a man, but men who are no good for them, or men who would uh, who would want from them and use them. Um, and it's the the title of the article I thought was interesting. It's a hopeless case, um, and it was it's written by a woman, and she's saying that we secretly love drama. This would be true with the the reality shows and all the Real House and Bad Girls, the drama. It never ends. You know, it goes on and on every week. If somebody did this, somebody said that. Um, uh, it goes on to say that they crave, women crave tears of fight, the screaming, and they even crave heartbreak. Mm. And it says because heartbreak is better than feeling nothing at all, right? So I thought this was, right. this is a pretty instant article, and I think quite true. Hmm. What do y'all say? Five star. I ain't got nobody talking to me yet. Let's go. Five star. Somebody make a comment. Women secretly crave the drama of chasing a man, being broken hearted by a man. Is that, is that true or not? What do y'all think about it? Several of you guys on the line. Five star if you want to make a comment. Five star if you want to make a comment. Another thing, I, I read uh, uh, across another article, and I don't know if we'll get to this today, but I think it um, it kind of leads to this too. Um, you know, I hear about this all the time. Um, <laughs> uh, the stay-at-home dads and all of this stuff, you know, where the woman goes to work and all of that, I think it kind of ties in. Uh, but it's... it's uh, 
it's crazy that we're seeing, you know, this trend in our men and in our women. What do we think the problem is? Is it a problem? Is it a problem? Anybody on the line got an answer? A five-star. Five-star, and uh, you can make a comment or ask your question. Uh, was that the whole article, Alondra? Well, no, it talks about... Um um, read, 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 read a little more of it. Okay. Um, we're all misogynists, and this is from this is a man talking. Whether we admit it to ourselves or not, we are all habitual self-inflictors of pain. We do things to ourselves that not that's not only dangerous but knowingly harmful. We buy uncomfortable shoes, walk home alone, and this is drunk, and go out with men who would definitely break our hearts. Many women pretend that they don't know uh, he'll be like this when they start dating, but that's just another sign we like to hurt ourselves, lying to ourselves. We do things two, three, four times after learning something is bad for us just because we've gotten in the habit and thinking we like it. Wow. (laughs) I think we're on a a nerve, Sister Lange, because – Ain't nobody said that on this one. Hmm. I think I think we hit the nerve, and you know we can talk for another five minutes. We can end this call because I mean I don't hear no response. It's several people on the line. Five star, five star. If you got something to say now, as a woman, if I was a woman on the line, I want I want to say something. This person has indicted women. And he's making a blanket statement. Uh, all y'all want is drama. All y'all want to do is inflict pain on yourself. You buy shoes that's too small. You end up in these relationships that you know is going nowhere because you want to inflict pain on yourself. Is this true? Is it true? Is that I mean, is that true? That that's what we want, that that's how we are? I think we got a comment on uh, Sister Laundry. Good. Seven, okay. Uh, let's see. Seven, we have uh, seven, three. Three. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. Seven zero two three. Go ahead. Zero zero six eight. Go ahead. Hello. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think that's pretty much a general statement to make of all women. I think it's pretty much. I think it's in our blood in a sense where we like to try to fix things. But as far as a woman that likes drama. That isn't the person's mindset, and I don't think every woman likes drama. Um, I think there's something psychologically wrong with the person if they like to like drama in their life. So I don't think that's like for everybody. And probably there are chances are where you may meet somebody and they meet, they may seem very good in the beginning, and things don't end the way that you like. Doesn't mean that you could have seen the signs clear ahead. It is that probably that is not the person for you. But okay. the person's like a well, <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Um, what do you think about this whole thing about, I guess we start out with this whole thing of, who, you know, and the topic today is who's chasing who. So in a relationship, Christian, um, oh, can, can, can a woman, you know, be interested in the guy, go out to the guy, get the guy's number, call him, 
you know, ask them out. I mean, what, is that okay or not? Or how do you see it? Does it matter? Um, I feel I'm, I'm 28 now, and I get like a lot of like other women from the world like you're 28, you're not in a relationship yet. Oh, you better get on the bandwagon. You better feel, you know, go around find, trying to find a guy. And me, I'm very old-fashioned. I wouldn't say old-fashioned. I just, I do like, I believe it's biblical in a sense, where I don't, I don't feel the woman should be the one to pursue the guy. I do feel if you do like someone, you're interested. There's nothing wrong with talking to the person, trying to get to know them. You know, like being around them more, just to see what type of person they are. But not be like, okay, hey, you know, go go to the movies or whatever. I feel like, hey, if the guy really likes you, you make yourself visible. Eventually, you know, he'll see the qualities of you that he likes, and then pretty much he'll step up. I mean, just being together as friends, probably, you know, eventually he will, like, he will gravitate towards you. But I don't think, I don't know, it just seems, it doesn't seem right for a woman to try to pursue a guy. I just think it's all of according to the enemy's agenda, trying to do things topsy-turvy, the woman trying to take the guy's place and the guy being mm-hmm. in the woman's place. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. I don't know, that's, it makes the woman, it makes the guy kind of weak. Because if you have to be the pursuer, then pretty much in every, from that moment on in, in the relationship, mm-hmm. you're going to be the pursuer from the get-go. And you don't want a weak guy. You're going to be in control? Oh no. Okay. All right. Thank you for your comment. Thank you for your comment. Mr. Landry, what you think about that? I mean, you know, now, okay, from what I heard her saying, let me restate it. She said she don't feel like a woman should pursue a man, per se, but, you know, kind of make herself visible, you know. I don't know what's involved in that because I've never been a woman. Um, what, what do you think about that? Do you make yourself visible, or how would a woman make herself visible? Or, you know, I, I think that's true. I mean, I think that's biblical uh, statement. What she's saying, and I do believe mm-hmm. if you are the pursuer in the relationship and dating, you will always be the pursuer in making decisions. If you ever get married to that person, um, and it, it won't make them, um, or it won't creating them or what's always supposed to be there, whatever, you know, the man he needs to do. And it kind of makes him like, you know, kind of go in chill mode so he doesn't have to. I think that's a good point. Okay, so how, how, would, how, would, how would a woman make herself visible? Oh, okay. um, I think, um, and I know we're dealing with a few different generations, but um, I think you being um, – you know, just who you are, you know, you're not going to clubs or, or you know, whatever to find anybody. You're just, um, you're just uh, waiting or you're a lady in waiting. You're, you're prepared um, by, I guess, physically modest apparel and, um, you know, you're set apart. Uh, you're noticeable, uh, I think, that way. And I think men, and I think men notice that and they see that to know that there's something different about this young lady or this individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Now, I may be taking a little liberty with what she said, but what I heard was if you see a guy that you like, it, like it's okay to, you know, make yourself visible, spend a little more time with him to get to know him, you know, but that's it. Is that? Do you agree with that part? I, I agree with that to a certain extent. You know, I think – you know, you don't need to be cold or you don't need to say, oh, you need to, uh, 
you know, bring me a rose or an orchid to talk to me or you need to talk to me with a, 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 bam, a bamming open sentence or, or whatever, I think that you need to be approachable to, to you know, make loopholes for somebody to, to go to to talk to you. I don't think that's necessary as well. I just think being yourself and, uh, you know, maybe reacted to his pursuing, you know, just like, hey, I'm interested, or, hey, you're nice, or, or hey, let's talk, or when you go to church, you know, make conversation that way is what I would say. Okay, okay. I'm learning, I'm learning. Anybody else, anybody else got a comment or disagree or agree with um, the last call? Uh, five stars, you want to make a comment or ask a question. Five stars, you want to make a comment or ask a question. Um, you know, we wrote the book, Waiting, Lady and Mating. We recommend it if you're single. Male or female on the line, and I know we got some males on the line as well. Uh, male or female on the line, if you are single, we recommend Wedding, Dating, and Mating. You can get it in the e-book. You can get it in the hard copy. Uh, just go to our website, WeddingDatingMating.com. The book, Wedding, Dating, and Mating, is, um, is an expose on or a book that we did based on um, the Book of Ruth. And it is uh, the story of Ruth, Naomi, Boaz, okay? And um, in, in that particular uh, account in the Bible, I think we see a very masterful instruction about how this whole thing should come together as far as women. Obviously, for me, um, we got a number of people on the line, people not really talking about it. So one of the things is maybe we're guilty of it. Maybe we don't know all the answers to it. And that's fine. We ain't trying to slam nobody. But um, the topic needs to be talked about. And one of the reasons why is because uh, I really see women going all out to be in a relationship with a guy that's just not that into them. He doesn't really care that much. Mm-hmm. I see women really pursuing guys, chasing after guys, uh, calling guys, texting guys, texting guys. There was somebody that was on our site, um, and, you know, I clicked on their Facebook. They, you know, they subscribed to us. So I clicked on their Facebook account, and um, they're, one of their sites on there was, uh, no, no, don't do it, don't do it. Don't text them, don't keep texting them over and over. And it was a site for women who have this urgency to continue to text guys that's not texting them back. Mm. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it was funny. It's somewhere on Facebook, you probably... You know, Facebook it or Google it or search it, but I thought it was funny. And it's been inactive since 2010. <laughs> but they had like uh, 200,000 subscribers and likes too. So I was thinking, I said, man, but for real. And, and one of the ladies was commenting on that. She was saying, yeah, no matter how much I say, I'm not going to text them. I'm not going to text them. I end up texting them five or six times before the night is over. You know, just to see where he is. Unanswered text. Man, women, you know, you text somebody two times and they don't text you back. But it's so easy. And then we get addicted to 
electronic communication anyway, and it's so easy to press that button. Like, once we press that button, you know, it's going to make that call. It's easy. It's, it's, it's at, the, at the tip of our fingers, you know. You can you can press a button and you can make a call. Or you can uh, type a text and, you know, all you got to do is press in and it's, it's out there. And um, and so and I know how that feels. I know, I mean, I know that you can get into a relationship like that when you're constantly talking to somebody, constantly texting somebody, or to constantly calling somebody, and you feel an addiction to do that, and and you, you just you just crave them more and more and more. Well, for the women on the line, let me tell you what that does for a man. Being a man, a man feels smothered. A man feels generally speaking, he'll he'll start feeling like, man, I don't like this person. Because it is not in a man's nature to be pursued. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, it is, you know, of course, we're dealing with feminized men, and some men have gotten into that, but they basically are going to use the girl. But a real man, a godly man, a good man, which is what most women, everybody on the line, I think is after, is after a good godly man. A godly man is turned off. When this woman continues to stalk, you know, she becomes a stalker. She begins to call him, call him, call him, and text him, text him, text him. Where you at and where you going who you been with? And when you coming on, why you won't call me back? I, I text you six times and you didn't text me back. Why you won't text me no more? I thought we were free. I thought we was, I thought we was like, man, we just met last night. What are you talking about? And seriously, there are women like that that are so clingy, so needy. They meet a guy in the night and text him 20 times before the next day. I think texting is a loss of power in the, in the, dating, in the dating game because it's still communication. Some people don't see it as, uh, you know, as communication. But, or, or as, you know, they just see it as, or it's just a text. It's not like a call. I didn't just call them. I just text them. Um, a lot of women get into just texting their random thoughts and all these smiley, kissy faces and all this stuff it does. And they just keep texting. And so in one, in one, um, you know, conversation, they can text six, seven times and it's unanswered. They're just texting yeah. their thoughts. And then kissy faces. And then can't wait to see you tonight. And then I hope you call. And then please call, and I'll be waiting. Okay, let's take turns to just take this dude. Yeah. And he didn't answer you back. All right? Any comments? Five star. Why are y'all so quiet? I know some of y'all on the line. You ain't nobody speaking up. Five star. <laughs> I'm going to start calling people numbers out. <laughs> Five stars. Nobody got nothing to say today. It's quiet on the line. Maybe we got our feet or something. I don't know. If you've been out there chasing after dudes, you got to stop. It is an addiction. You need deliverance. All of it is, number one, uh, is self-image and self-esteem. Self-image and self-esteem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's what Ruth was. I don't know if Ruth made herself available to Boaz, 
she did it to point that Boaz showed interest. But she didn't see Boaz and go, ooh, I'm going to work in his field, and so I'm just make sure he sees me. No. She was committed to the things of God. She had committed to taking care of Naomi, who had gotten old, that she was going to stay with her. She was going to provide for her. Her God was going to be her God. Her people was going to be her people. So I would tell any woman on the line, get in a relationship with God, focus on the relationship, and find out what you want him to do, and do it. In so doing, you will run smack dab into the one that God has chosen for you, and he will inevitably pursue you. But it has to do, number one, with dignity and self-respect. Mm-hmm. Dignity and self-respect. you got to love yourself enough not to be chasing after some hard-headed dude. Yes. Because here's the other thing, women. After you catch him, you don't even know if he's worth catching. Mm-hmm. You don't really mm-hmm. even know enough about him to be pursuing him like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, number one, get committed to God. Get committed to doing the things of God. Do it excellent. Do it well. <clears throat> and then men, generally speaking, they take notice. They start talking. They start talking about you. Somebody come and ask, man, who is this lady? That's what, that's what happened with Boaz. Who is she? Mm-hmm. When they see you doing what you're doing with excellence, and you're not studying no man, and you you are uh, committed to something else. There's something else at the center of your life, which should be, as a single woman, uh, Jesus Christ. The Bible says you can serve God without without distraction. Um, you know, even when I see teenage girls or young girls, you know, teenage high school girls and stuff, and all they talking about is boys, 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 boys. Have you seen Johnny? Where's Where's Joe? Where's, yeah, how, what about Mikey? I mean, ooh, look at look at Jim, Jim. I, I mean, all they talk about is boys, boys, boys. This this girl has low self image and low self esteem. Never talk about her own pursuits. Never t- never thinking about her own life. Never think about what she's supposed to be doing. Never focus in on a goal. Or something. It's always a boy, 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 boy. These are the girls that end up without anybody. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, because good men are, men are, let me tell you about men, we are intrinsically hunters. And men go after that which cannot be attained. They go after that which is not easily attained. It wasn't a woman that came up with shooting a, a ball through a very small hole. What the hell is that? Men came up with that. <laughs> Basketball. That's not easy to do from different businesses on the court. But we love it. We're intrigued by it. We watch other people do it. We fall and play it ourselves. We buy video games so we can act like we doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Me and love will challenge me. They're turned off by this constant pursuit, all right? So, Lange, let's wrap this up, man. These people are quiet. They're getting on my nerves today, but at least we're getting this on tape. What else you got to say? And then we're going to wrap it up. I got some scriptures that I want to I I talk about. 
You know, I, I think out of, um, you know, what you said, too, is uh, have a low, some women have a low, uh, they don't have dignity and low, and, and low self-respect and low self-esteem, and they really don't know who they are. Um, just even in a conversation, like you said, they, and it's so true. And I, I've seen it with teenagers as well as um, women, older women into their 60s. I've seen it. And um, their lives are centered around um, getting a man, wanting a man, um, being married to a man. And um, they, they, uh, I've seen them um, do this their whole life, and they don't. This, this article said it brought up a very good point. They keep after something that they know that's not good for them. Um, and then, like you said, when they get it, when they pursue it, you know, they don't even know what they have. But it's out of the... Um, I believe I have the low self-esteem, and and, the, and I don't want to say desperation, but you know it, it is a factor of um, I got to get somebody, I got to have somebody. Um, you know, what if I don't get anybody? What if you know? And what if this is this? And um, I've seen it uh, over and over again, all walks of life, all creeds, all colors, and, and you know. So I, I've just seen it, and I think that if if uh, women, especially would hold back and really know themselves, find who they are, find out what they like, then they'll be they'll be better mates for when the man does pursue them. And I think we waste a lot of time uh, doing the wrong things and trying to find out how to do the right things and do those. Proverbs 18.22, very good. Proverbs 18.22, it says, He who finds a wife finds what is good. So God, God's plan, if you want a godly man, it's going to always happen God's way. Godly, godly men are going to pursue a wife. He who finds a wife finds a good thing. It is the man who is looking. It was Boaz who was looking at Ruth. He was checking her out. He did background on her. Who is she? Where is she from? Oh, my God, look at this woman. And she wasn't even trying. She was out there in work clothes. But it's something about a woman, and I'm telling y'all, listen to me, if you're a woman on this line, there is something about a woman who doesn't need anything. And we're not talking about the lesbian spirit, okay? Because I know lesbians probably, I mean, a woman that is, Strictly for women. I will know it within probably 30 seconds to a minute when I'm around her because she is close to men, okay? So we're not talking about that. There's a a line between what I'm talking about and the lesbian spirit. It's it's actually night and day. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's a woman who is feminine who you know likes men but is self-contained. The thing that interests me about my own wife, Regina, when I met her, we were, we, and, and I'm talking about this, you know, unfortunately this hasn't even been taught to our girls, so we got women that have to unlearn this. But, like, my, my wife, she just was not needy, and that intrigued me. I would do the same stuff I was doing to other girls and little, little cute stuff and things that other girls would go, oh, go ahead and all this here, you know, and, uh, you know, you know, you just meet a girl at the movies or meet a girl at Astro World and, 
And, you know, just a little game that little boys had, you know. And so back then, you know, we take our little hat off and put it on the girls. And let me see how my hat look on you. And, and oh, oh, Okay, a little kind of cute, all that kind of stuff. You know, now reality has been on our sweaty head. <laughs> then we put it on her head. She don't even know us. We may have lice or her hair or whatever. But those many times we may girls that were so needy, man. Yeah. You know, you walk up to something like that, you automatically in. So I remember when I met my wife, I tried to do something like that. I just throw my head on the floor. She's like, get that on me, I don't know you. She tried to hold my hand. She got my hand away. I don't go, I don't go with you. Holding hands with boyfriend, girlfriend do. Like, she did not need male attention. She did not crave it. She did not, she did not want to have it. She definitely wasn't pursuing nobody. Yeah. And that was the thing that hooked me. I was like, oh, man, this, okay. She she, she think I can't get this. So then it become a game for, on my end. Oh, I'm, I'm going to prove to her. And it ain't even genuine at first with some guys. But then it puts that guy on pursuit mode. Pursuit mode. And so then the more I learned about it, I was like, wait a minute, this is okay. You know, and I know in my inner witness that she was the one for me. I, I, I believe that she was the one I ever met at the point when I saw her. But I was still playing that game. And she was like, uh-uh, man, look, you want, you want to talk to me, you got to come better than that. And immediately I said she had a dignity about herself. Yeah. And you can tell, men can tell, like, women look at men with that wanting look, that, 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 that I was like, I just need somebody to just use me and just, just really hurt me and just, just do whatever you want to with me. Just, just let me have you. Just, just, just somebody, just please pay attention to me. And it's like, oh my gosh. And so, um, so the Bible says he who finds the wife finds a good thing. Comment from, uh, 1594. 1594. Go ahead. A question. Hi. Okay, yeah, I do. Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, my question is, um, what is more the definition of a self-esteem? Because it's more than just knowing you look good. It's more than just being confident in yourself. Um, you're talking about a deeper level of self-esteem, and what is it? Okay, so the question is, Take your question one more time because I, I heard your comments, but I, I didn't understand fully the question. The um, question is, what is the your when you talk about self-esteem, um, it's not just about you know you look good, or it's not just about right, right, right. confidence in what you do um, and what you can do. It's deeper than that, and what is it? Well, it's a combination, and that's a very good question. Very good question. It's a combination of self-esteem and self-image. How you see yourself yeah. is self-image. Yeah. How how do you, how does a woman see herself? Okay, if a woman sees herself um, as a woman who. Um, as long as the boy looks good and he's cute, 
Uh, he can touch my behind. My behind is there for cute boys to touch. And, you know, some girls kind of think like that. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the cute boys can touch it, but the ugly boys, I'm, I'm going to hit them in the back with the, with the metal lunchbox. Okay. Um, <laughs> another story. Gina, are you on the line? You, you should tell these better than me. But one of the, one of the stories she told that was so good that, you know, she said, um, when she was growing up, and this was when she was growing up, and over the years, and she she always tells these stories to girls, and she always she she used to tell them to me when we first got married, because I didn't know all of the the background of what she was thinking when we first met. But <clears throat> she and, and I would see in this, this was when she de- she started developing her own self image. She had it, she knew it, but she dis- these, these were pivotal points where she decided this is who I'm going to be. At one one point was she was at a party, she said, and she, you know, she went to a party, they played secular music, and they were slow dancing. And as the boy was dancing with her, she turned around, and he had his hand on another girl's behind. So then she was like, uh-uh. She stopped dancing with the boy. I know we we had a freaky time now, you know. Girls really really get into that, but that's how devalued that girls have got gotten. I mean, man, too late. No, you're not gonna touch another girl on the behind and dance with me. I'm worth more than that. Yeah, I'm not some cheap girl. And so that that was you know, and so that was a pivotal moment. She had self-image. She knew that I'm worth more than that. Um, mm-hmm. If you got your Bibles, here's another scripture. If you got your Bibles, let's go to Proverbs chapter 31. Proverbs chapter 31. I just showed you one scripture that said, he that finds a wife finds a good thing. All right, let's, let's go over to Proverbs 31, verse 10. Who can find a virtuous woman? Once again, it is the woman that's being found. And the first thing it ties it to is self-image. Why? Who can find a virtuous woman? A wife of noble character. Who can find her? She is far more worth more than rubies. This is her value. Yes. Her husband has full confidence in her, in her and lacks nothing of value. She has value. That's the NIV version. She has value, self-image. How do you see yourself? Are you more valuable than that? Jesus. And so it's, it's it, you, you know, my old pastor tells the girl, you, you got to love yourself. You got to love yourself more than being some side chick. I can't tell you how many women satisfied with just being a side chick. Yeah. Satisfied with being the, the chick on the side. Yeah. And you better hold yourself more than that. And it's the implications of that. This guy going to have sex with another woman or a wife, and, and then even the woman that he's having an affair with, she confident, oh, it's just me and the wife. How do you know that? It might be you, the wife, and six other women. Yep. So now you open yourself up to sexually transmitted diseases, let alone spiritually demonic spirits and perversion. 
that's passing from person to person, you don't love yourself more than that. So it's not just self-esteem, like you said. It's self-esteem and self-image. Where does that come come in at? Uh, a guy uh, said many years ago at a, at a conference we, we were at, he said it's really not self-esteem, it's Christ-esteem. It's knowing who you are in Christ. And my wife wasn't a Bible scholar at the time. She didn't know much of the Word like she knows now, but she knew because of her mom and her dad, she knew she was worth more than that. Yeah. Some dude dancing with her and got his hand on another girl's behind. Now, he won't touch her behind because she know, he know he's going to get slapped, but he's going to put his hand on another girl's behind. You know, dude kind of doggish like that. Yep. If you let a dude do that, that's, that's what, that, and you know, that's morphed into all these threesomes and stuff. A dude would do whatever a girl would do, would let him do. That's right. That's right. You know, especially unsafe, unregenerative. So she made up in her mind, I'm worth more than that. So the question that all the women on the line is, what are you worth? Yes, amen. Mm-hmm. What are you worth? Are you worth more than that, man? Or you, you just, you know... I just got to have a dude so bad. I got to have a dude so bad that I'm willing to lower my standards. I'm willing. I, I said I'm not going to have sex. And really, generally, women, I've I, I noticed this from counseling them. If, if that dude said, you know, we're not going to have no sex, you know, I just love you, I want to show you, most women wouldn't be opposed to that. They, they might be suspicious of it at first, but they wouldn't be opposed to it because most women, they're not really after sex. They're after security in a relationship. So they use sex to bring security. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put it on them. This, this is what the world is. I'm going to put it on them so I can keep them. Yeah. But somebody else is putting it on them. <laughs> you know? 006 that has a comment. Go ahead. 0068, go ahead. Hi, this is me once again. Um, the, the young lady, she just asked about the definition of self-esteem. And I know sometimes it seems like almost like a worldly term, like say to love yourself. But I know that's something that God wants us to do as well. But what are some tips that you have um, for a, a, a Christian woman to, um, to go on that path of learning to love themselves? All right, very good question. Thank you so much. Um First thing you gotta do, and, and, and this is gonna be hard, um, especially if you're going through that situation, you probably need to end all your relationships because you're messing them up. All your opposite sex relationships, and some of your same sex relationships, you know, even though they they are you know non-sexual and stuff, sometimes you know we we're needing in our same sex relationships, especially yeah. women. They, you know, they need this other girl or they need these, this group of girls to hang around, stuff like that. Uh, and, and you need to spend a moment by yourself getting to know yourself and learning to like yourself. Mm-hmm. What is your purpose? Why are you here on earth? What did God put you here to do? What talents and gifts did he give you? And spending season without being in any relationship or pursuit or allow yourself to be pursued. At some, at some point, even if a dude pursuing you, 
you don't need to you don't need to uh respond to it. Because you're not ready yourself. If you've been through all these different relationships and done broke your heart and this one did that and you compromised and laid with this one and you did this one for that one and you did this and you gave this one money and you let this all on your car but he wrecked it and all that stuff. Man, you need to just stop. You need to stop the music, stop the madness, and just shut it down for a season. Now, people say, well, how long is a season? Well, a season is three to four months, you know, a winter, spring, summer, fall, a season. At least three to four, you, you shut it down. Get with God, and here's what you do. Very practical. Look up every scripture in the Bible that says, in Christ. It talks about who you are in Christ. There's almost, I know there's at least a hundred of them in the New Testament. They're all in the New Testament. And it says, in whom? In Christ. All right? Take those scriptures. Matter of fact, if you Google in Christ scriptures, you can just find a list of them. Take those scriptures and begin to say that out loud for yourself. Now, this may seem radical. This may seem radical. But do it. We've had girls that we had to tell them, get up in the morning, look in the mirror, and tell yourself, I love myself and God loves me. Say it out loud. I love myself and God loves me. God loves me. I love myself and God loves me. Doesn't matter who don't love you. Doesn't matter who abandoned you. Doesn't matter that daddy wasn't there. Doesn't matter matter anything. Mama said that you ain't going to be nothing. It don't matter who loves you, long as you know God loves you and you love yourself, you can make it. Somebody say amen to that. Amen. (laughs) That's the first step. First step is shut down all toxic relationships, opposite sex relationships, number one, and non, um, uh, you know, biblical relationships. Uh, with the with the same sex, it's putting you down. Shut it down for a season, and then um, you know, get yourself straight. Whatever you gotta do, get yourself straight. Number two, find those scriptures in Christ. In Christ, you read those scriptures every day. Quote those scriptures over here. This is who you are in Christ. This is who you are in Christ. And start believing that that's who you are in Christ. Number one, the Bible says you're royalty. Yes. We're a royal priesthood. The Bible says we're kings and priests on them if we're Christians. See, I remember the old movie where some of y'all might have saw Eddie Murphy, you know, coming to America. He couldn't just have any woman. He was looking for the queen. He was looking for a queen because he was royalty. You can't just marry any old thing and get into a relationship with any old person. Okay? Find out who you are in Christ. Find out who you are in Christ. Find out who you are in Christ. Number three, and this is very important, don't let anybody fall down on you or tell you what you can't do and what you're not doing and what you're not worth. Anytime anybody speaks those words over your life, you openly say, I cancel those words. I don't receive that. Now, people may see that as arrogant, or they may see that, but you cannot receive 
wrong words into your heart and spirit and soul from other people. And just start acting like who Christ says you are, royalty. People are, some people are say she acting stuck up and she too much. Yeah. This. Man, whatever they say. Start walking like it. And start, and start telling people what they have to do to qualify for your attention, to qualify for a conversation. I don't exactly remember what my wife said, but she said something to the effect, look, you want to talk to me, you don't have to talk like this. At different points in my relationship, I remember saying those words. So you got to educate people yes. on, on your worthiness yes. and what it takes to access you and access your attention. You walking by some dude do the cat call whistle and you turn and you turn around, you're not worth much. Mm. Yeah, you gotta come better than this, buddy. You wanna talk to me? My price is high. All right. Anybody else? Any other questions? Very good. Got good at the end, right, Jalon? Any other comments? Any other questions? Five star. Any, any questions? Any other comments? All right. Who's pursuing who? Here's the answer. Let the dude pursue you. Yes. Let the dude pursue you. Very simple. And some of y'all going to have to have a whole behavior makeover modification. Stop asking dudes for their numbers. Get that dude your number. See how many times he calls. You ought to have a, a you know, just what I'm saying, you ought to have a call, you know, limit. Like, okay, if this dude called me three times without me returning his call, then I'll call him back. Or something. Limit yourself, even when you get into the relationship, limit yourself on text and calls to this person. Mm-hmm. Limit your availability. Every time I ask you, can you go out? Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. You rearrange the stuff. No, I can't do it that day. I'm, I'm, I may be able to do it, uh, you know, a couple of days from now. I think I have some time for six to eight on Sunday night. You know? Let that man push. Then you begin to go into those, you know, other areas like we talked about in the book. If you have not got our book, please go get the book. Go get the book. Go get the book. Is at WaynedayMaiden.com. Some people bought books last week or the week before, two weeks ago when we started. Get the book, read it. It's got the rules in it. I mean, we share in our heart. I share our story, me and my wife's story in that book and, and how, how it's supposed to be done. Well, it's yeah. 2014. It's different. 
No, God is doing stuff the same way. He created man, then he created Adam. Eve was, I mean, he created man, then he created Eve. Eve was not looking for no man. Adam was looking for a woman. He was looking for help me. God created a woman, brought woman to man, and man was like, good God of money. <laughs> yes. Over and over in the scriptures, man. It was the man that went after the woman. I don't care how bad you want a man. I don't care how, how good he looked to you. I don't care how much your insides crave that man and want him. You pray if that's the man for you, and you let that man make the first move. And stop texting and calling these dudes and blowing their phones up every five seconds. Because it's a turn off to most dudes when I talk to them. Any other questions, any other comments, we're going to close this out in prayer. Lady Regina, are you on the line? You need to speak up? You got something to say? 0068 uh, has another comment. Hold on. Hello? Go ahead. Hi, this is me again. Um, I, I know a lot of friends, um, Christian friends, they have Facebook accounts and they enter relationships. What do you what what do you think about um a Christian person displaying their relationship on Facebook saying like now the status change in the relationship? I say say the question is what do I feel about uh if you're doing a relationship on Facebook or online? No, no, no. Like let's say for instance like um how you say you with someone and then now you want everyone on Facebook to know that you're in a relationship with this person. So you change their status. I don't, you, I don't know if you follow oh, what yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> I don't know about I don't know about I like. I'm going to let Elijah maybe answer that one because <laughs> I don't really understand Facebook and all of that stuff. I never have. And listen, what that means, and they like this, but they can't <laughs> love it. And all this stuff. So I'm going to let Elijah answer. That's a very good question. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Elijah, what do you think about that? When you are dating someone, I don't know, you change your status? I don't know. What is that? Um, personally, you know, and, I, and I'm speaking for myself personally, um, I don't have the status uh, if I'm single or married on my Facebook. Um, I, I, I'm really low-key with my Facebook, and I know a lot of younger people as well as older people put all that stuff on there, but... I don't agree with a lot of that. Um, personally, I don't. Now, I see people do it, you know, when they get engaged and things like that, maybe um, maybe then if you want to let your friends and family know maybe a distant relative that you're engaged. But in a relationship and it's complicated, um, I, I don't personally see the point in it. Right. Okay. So you're saying... It, it, it'll, it'll be, you know, okay once you get really serious and talk about marriage and, and yeah, uh, just to let your friends um, and you know people know maybe to congratulate you or you know and then yeah. say something like you know yeah. information. And let me say, let me add this to let me add this. Okay, the whole engagement thing. Women, you're not engaged until you have a ring that this brother bought and put on your finger. I get so tired of that. 
My fiance. Yeah. No, you engaged, he not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's crazy. So, you know, and then um whoever this was to ask the question, it would be very suitable for you to tell that person so they don't get offended. You know, because maybe they done been with girls to change their status every five minutes when they go on somebody. Hey, um, I, you know, I don't get into the status change and stuff on Facebook. My status going to change when I get ready to get married. You know, so don't be offended with that, you know. And if, if y'all move into courtship, then, yeah, we are exclusively dating. You are, you know, my boo or whatever. But at the same time, uh, I'm still single. Yeah. I'm not married, and that's my status, so you put a ring on my finger. And so, so now you get his brother gold to shoot for it. Yeah, I'm going to get this money. So I'm, yeah, I'm going to change. She's going to change her status when I put that ring on on her finger and, and get engaged. Well, there you go. Guys need goals, I'm telling you. They need, they need to know what it's going to take to get you. And if it's nothing, they're not interested because we are naturally pursuers and hunters. Very good, very good, very good. Um, my wife, are you on the line? Yes, yeah, I'm here. All right, what you got to say? You ain't said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the things... Um, that I would like to address is when you were talking earlier about um, about self-worth. When I, you know, I hear a lot of ladies talk about uh, the kind of guys that they're attracted, even, even if they're being pursued, the kind of men um, they're, they're being pursued by. Um, you know, and, and, and what, what he said earlier, about your self-worth and your self-esteem and knowing who you are. The one thing that I knew uh, growing up as a young girl, because that's what my parents um, taught me, and even if your parents didn't teach you this, you can stop at this point. The scriptures that he talked about, you um, reading those scriptures and saying them to yourself and saying them out loud every day, you can start right now doing it whether your parents taught you that or not. But my parents taught me that. They taught me um, they had a good marriage, and they taught me the principles of marriage and, and what a godly marriage is and what it means to be in a godly relationship. So my value of marriage was hot. They taught me what it meant to be a godly girl, a godly young lady. So my value of myself and God was hot. So I knew that if I honored God with my body, and honor God with my life. That was pleasing to him. God created marriage. I wanted to be married. The, the desire to be married, he put it on the inside of me. God is my father, so he's going to take care of all of those things in marriage that concerns me. I knew that as a child. I knew that as a, as a young girl, and I was never worried about it. And that's, that's, that's the kind of confidence that you have to have. You have to know that your heavenly father, who... Uh, created you, you know, I, and one of the things that I always say, you know, the Bible talks about, I don't know how much, how many people on the line and how much uh, of the Bible that you believe, Jesus Christ raised a man from the dead, and that's one of the things that I always thought, surely 
if Christ raised a man from the dead, he can bring my husband to me. My husband can find me. He can lead my husband to find me. And, I, you know, you compare apples with apples. Which one is easier, raising a man from the dead or letting a man find a wife? I think letting a man find a wife is easier. So I, that's how much I trusted God. And um, the other thing is, you know, you might think lightly of mm-hmm. him, um, him saying, um, you know, quote those scriptures, read those scriptures every day. Get that down in you. What you, you know, if you're you're if you're attracting the wrong things, you got to kind of look at what's on the inside of you. One of the the old sayings that you know that they used to say, "Birds of a feather flock together." You know, if you're full of junk, junk is what you're going to attract. Um, and I'm not saying every now and then you might you might uh, not get someone come along, <laughs> you know, a junk guy that's an onlooker. But an onlooker is exactly what he'll be if you saw it exemplifying, you know, no, I'm worth more than that, he'll just keep moving on. But if you truly want the one that God has for you, somebody that's for you, um, a godly man, you get that stuff on the inside of you, get that word on the inside of you, begin to learn who you are in God, what, 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 how God sees you, exemplify that, and that husband will come. The one for you will come. I'm trying to tell you, and, and Gina, it's like people don't believe that part. They don't believe it because it, it's like it's like nah, that ain't gonna work. <laughs> but it does. It just does because number one, you're honoring God, and God is gonna honor His word. You know. Yeah, He cannot uh. lie. He's not a liar. And he loves you. Yeah. So he's gonna he cares about the things that, that, that concern you. And he's gonna honor that. No, no, no. You gotta put them tight yoga pants on that go all up in the crack and go to the club and back it up. That's how you're gonna find a dude. Yeah, you'll find no? a dude, but what kind of dude are you gonna find? Exactly. Exactly. So what are you worth? What are you worth? The most and I think that, the, the, you know, uh, we've talked about tattoos and stuff a lot, and we did a whole message on it. It's on our website. We got a CD called The Truth About Tattoos and Christians. But I think the thing that hurts my heart when I see young girls, uh, especially, tatted up and pierced up everywhere is that they have no self-worth. It's like they they don't think. I, I think more of, a, of them than they think of themselves because nobody who thought that they were worth anything would do that to their own body. They don't think their body is worth anything. And this is the where we've come to in our country. And I see beautiful women just tats all over their body, ink, they ink their skin up, they don't put holes all everywhere. And it's, you know, the hair just... You know, dotted all kinds of different colors, done all kinds of stuff with it, because they really don't have any self-worth. And now, then you know, we see this all the time on sitcoms and TV. And now, um, and, and women, I know you picked this up, Gina, and I know you remember this. Uh, we was watching something. I think we was watching the Ricky Smiley show or something like that. And the guys started talking about how um, they were supposed to be going after some models or something. 
and how he was going after the women. This is what he said, and this is the running joke in Hollywood amongst men. Now, we go, I'm going after the women with father issues and low self-esteem. Yeah. You remember hearing that? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm going after women with father issues and low self-esteem. That made me so angry. I mean, the devil's not even hiding anymore. He's, he's openly saying, I'm going to, the, the women is easily used are the women with father issues and no self-esteem. Them the women I'm going after, because I can get them in the bed in five minutes. Oh, women, you got to love yourself. You got to learn to love yourself. Stop all your relationships right now. Stop pursuing those. Stop all of that. Take you three to four months. Get in the Word of God. Get waiting day to me. Read the book. We got it on audio tape. Get it on audio tape. Whatever you need to do. Get in a good church and just commit to something. It might be the homeless shelter downtown. You go feed once a month. You're single. Pour yourself into something that's going to help somebody else. Not helping some dude. Pour yourself into something that is a God mission. Stop thinking about dudes, talking about dudes, pictures of dudes. Take all them pictures off your Instagram, Facebook page. Take all them pictures off the phone. All that stuff, man. Forget dudes for right now. Let dudes come find you. And you find yourself in God. It's a word. Boy, this has been good, Gina. We're going to close it out in prayer. We're going to close it out in prayer right now. I'm going to close it out. Y'all, I know that what we're saying can be a hard thing to do when you've been doing it the other way. But like Dr. Phil says all the time, how's that other way been working for you? I can tell you without talking to any of you individually on the line, I can tell you how it's been working for you. Heartbreak. Misery, broken relationship, broken heart, ex- overexposing yourself to dudes, doing stuff that you said you'd never do, doing stuff you didn't want to do, making a fool out of yourself. That's how it's been working. Why don't you try my way? No relationships for a season. Dig off into that. Where is find out who Christ says you are? Read the stories of Esther. Read the stories of Ruth. Godly women, find out your self-worth. Start speaking who God says you are over and over. God, look in the mirror. You can start as soon as you go off the ball. You may have to do it with tears God loves me, and I love me. God loves me, and I love me. And number three, eat some, speak some stuff over you, speak some negative stuff to you. Man, you cancel that. No, I don't receive that. This is who I am. You can't hurt. This is who I am in Christ. And I'm not who you think I am. I'm not who you thought I was. Maybe some dudes come back around. Ah, uh, you know you want some. You know, nah, I ain't doing that no more. That, that, that's the old me. I'm a new person now. In Jesus' name. Well, I feel the power of God on this line right now to break some people free. 
I feel the power of God on this line to break some people free. We're going to pray right now in the name of Jesus. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you right now for this call. We thank you, Lord. I didn't think this would get this serious. I, I didn't know. I didn't know. But, Lord, I feel your power and I feel your anointing. There are women on this line that are so guilty, 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 going after men, running after men, pursuing men, Facebook, Instagram, tweeting, the cell phone, texting. God, in the name of Jesus, Father, I pray that this word disturbs them down in their innermost being. I pray that this phone call rings in their ear over and over when they get off the phone and trying to text somebody, trying to call somebody, that they're here. No, I'm worth more than that. I'm worth more than that. I'm worth more than some dude rubbing them out of the heart. I'm worth more than some dude using me and going to the next girl. I'm worth more than that. And I will not pursue it through. I will not degrade myself. I will not embarrass myself anymore. I will walk as a woman with dignity. I will walk with a woman as favor. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I bind the hand of the devil. Father, deliver them right now from the need to be needed, a need to have a do, want to do, pursue a do, all that stuff. Oh, God, make them whole in you, and then they'll be the one that's pursued. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, go to our website, waitingdaymain.com. There's articles up there. Go get the book, man. I'm telling you, go get the book. Read the book. Start living it. Go ahead. I'm telling you, there are women that did this, met their mate in six months. It, what is it, magic? No, it's not magic. It is the principles of God. If you walk these principles out, it will not, it don't take God long to do anything. But you got to pursue the principles, and you got to pursue God in this season. God bless you guys. This call will be up uh, in a few moments online if you want to share it with somebody else who's recording. It's been good. It's been an anointed time. Don't let this be in vain. Don't let the power they went for on that prayer be in vain. Take it. Yes. Start doing what I said. You ask for advice. You ask how to do it. Do exactly what we told you to do. Cut all them, all them conversations and relationships out for a season, three or four months. Get on now, find the in Christ scriptures, find out who you are in Christ. If you are saved, if you're not saved, you need to get saved in the first place. You can go to tinyurl.com forward slash salvation test. Take the salvation test, and then uh, instantly download our MP3 called The Answers. It's the number one up on kingdomchurchhouston.podbean.com. It's the salvation uh test questions, and so you can hear how to be saved, how to know that you're really saved, but if you are saved, find out who you are in Christ, begin to say that, look in the mirror, I love me, God loves me, and thirdly, cancel any negative words spoken over you by anybody that does not correspond with what God has said, start acting like you are who God called you to be, God bless you, until next time, we'll see you later, thank you, co-hosts. Thank you. It was a nice time, an anointed time. Yes. All right. God bless you guys. All right. Bye-bye.